0: episode of The Rise of Jim Carrey. I'm Dave.
1: Tristan here as well.
0: And we've got a Corker for you today. Uh, (laughs) Also, something I've never said before in my life.
1: Yes, I've never heard you say that. (laughs) Uh, It's a Corker. It's a
0: Corker. Rip Dipper. Uh, we uh, we watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. We certainly did. Oh. Yeah. I think we should, before we get into it, the journey we went on to watch this film. Again, <laughs> another film that just
1: didn't exist anywhere. You know? Again, I feel like we've said this about most Jim Carrey films, yeah. uh, but like it's pretty egregious this time that uh, it is one of my favourite films, mm. so I have it on DVD, but... I have my DVDs in storage, so I went and got it out, like I have with many of these films that you can't find on streaming or iTunes. And literally the next day, it pops up on Netflix, and I was like, "Serious?"
0: I definitely watched it on Netflix after you told me (laughs) (laughs) because, yeah, we just—that's why this has taken so long to do because it was really hard to get. I think it's my turn for the elevator pitch. Do you want to do the ding? It's a slow day. It is a slow day. Oh my god, these lifts are so busy. It takes a little while. Yeah. Ding. Okay. Hi.
1: No, that one's going down. Oh, okay. Want, yeah. I'll, just wait. Going I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Ding. Oh, okay.
0: oh hello, uh, famous movie producer. Have I got a movie for you?
1: Mm, no, I'm listening.
0: Um, you know Jim Carrey. Yeah. Imagine him in like a super, super serious role. Um, In a movie with, like, Kate Winslet, she's going to be there. Elijah Wood, Mark Ruffalo, they're all going to be there. Uh, The movie is about, like, imagine if, like, you broke up with somebody and you could, like, erase them from your memory. How good would that be?
1: Brilliant. Great. That's what the film is. Very funny. I'm sure Jim Um, Carrey will be hilarious.
0: More of a drama. More of a drama. Okay. I don't know if there's any laughs in the film. Uh, Oh, David Cross is in it as well. That's it.
1: Yeah, sounds hilarious. Great, it's written let's by Charlie it. Kaufman.
0: Okay, what? What? Okay, bye. See ya. <laughs> that's it. Let's let's go by the numbers. Yeah. Um, so it was made in 2004, uh, the same year that Shrek Two came out as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you if you're going by the the Shrek timeline,
0: I I'm all about the Shrekiverse. Uh, <laughs> that's how I live my life. Um, directed by Michael Gondry, who also uh, directed Kidding and um, Be Kind and Rewind. To name a few, I,
1: I quite enjoyed
0: that film as well. Yeah, that's a great film as well. Um, I feel like Jack Black, you could, we could do another season on Jack Black. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking the other day, Will Ferrell. Yep. We'll talk about this later. That's we'll it. We'll talk that's about it. this later. We'll talk about this later. I, um, I've
1: got, I've got Robin Williams earmarked. I oh, think that would be super yeah. interesting.
0: No, Robin Williams, let's do that. It cost $20 million to make. Um, its worldwide uh, cumulative gross was $74 million, which is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find out how much Jim Carrey got paid for this, um, but it was—I know it was under fifteen million dollars. You mentioned something last week, last episode, on the um, "One for Them, One for You," yeah. and I feel like this is one for Jim. So I feel like um, he took a bit of a, uh, probably took a bit of a pay cut to do this for Bruce Almighty.
1: Yeah, for, for me, going through this process, yeah. there's been a lot of these films that I haven't seen for a while. <laughs> And have been like super anxious to watch mm. them because the 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 kind of shine has dulled a little bit for a, a lot of the films. Some of them I've I've quite enjoyed, but um, others haven't been as. Exciting is when I, I first saw them and I was like super anxious about this one because this was one of my top Jim Carrey films um, and a, a very pivotal film in in my love of film and, and uh, the filmmaking process. So I was very apprehensive to watch this again because, again, haven't seen it in years, but like absolutely loved it, fell in love with it again. It is such a beautiful film. It is so well made um, and uh kind of makes up for all the 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 other
0: I, I I'll agree and I think I said it on the last episode that I was like oh man this is going to be a massive downer I one of my notes that I li- I wrote during this film is this film is brilliant mm. and every single part of it it was like this is this is like i wish this was the benchmark that film had to like yeah. strive for i don't want to say like a perfect film but it's pretty bloody close like it's really in my opinion in, yeah. the, in, in, in my personal opinion
1: i think it's it 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 really represents the craft of filmmaking mm. in all aspects from the performances working in conjunction with a very clever script a director that's Pushing boundaries and doing things a little bit differently to to make a very unique film. Um, just every element of the filmmaking process is just at a gold standard with this film.
0: Before I go into my like my likes, I loved all of this film, but there was some some bits in this film that really my brain kind of engaged and was like like really engaged. I was like this is just this is like the whole opening of this film from when he wakes up to when Elijah Wood taps on his window on the train all of that is just brilliant.
1: If, if we talk like an opening, yeah. like the credits for this film film start 18 minutes in.
0: And I had forgotten that. And then I watched it was like, "Ah, oh, is this is this play out the way I think it does?" And then and my wife, and my wife uh, <laughs> when the movie finished, she was just like and he like, wakes up and it all starts again. Spoilers, guys. I'm assuming you've watched
1: it. <laughs> she was like,
0: oh, because that. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, that's, that's great. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a very uh, secular film.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so, so great. One of the things that I really loved about this film, and I wish more films. T- indie films do this extremely well. And I feel like out of the indie films that do this well, this film nails it. It has this really, like, awkward real-life tone mm. to it. I, and I know we're getting into, like, the filmmaking process and directing. But, like, there's just this kind of awkwardness about it that I was like... Like, when he goes to the doctor's surgery, how uncomfortable that all is. And, like, how she kind of, like, oh, just grab a seat. And he's kind of sitting there next to a woman who's trying to forget her dog. And he just, like, he looks very uncomfortable and he kind of goes in. and And it's just it just and like even I was thinking about like some of the angles that they use are really like they're just not flattering and yeah. they just kind of make you kind of like this is a weird shot like why are we looking at this from this way and I was like I just it made me feel uncomfortable yeah. a lot of the time and I was like and there's like a lot of the time where they're like quite intimate or like even when they're like sitting on the couch eating and it's just there's like almost from like the, the tv's point of view yeah and they're just like you realise how unconnected they are or disconnected, if you will. Um, Yeah, and I was like, that's just those choices to make me, the audience, feel how uncomfortable they feel in their own relationship. Mm. Um, Yeah, I really loved that. I I really loved being uncomfortable while watching this film. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I said, especially in that first sequence... I turned to my wife and I was like, I feel like my first relationship and a couple of other, re- like, re- I was like, I feel I have been Joel. Like, I feel yeah. like that's me. Like, I'm just like, I don't really want to be here. Like, I'm so uncomfortable, but I am enjoying this. And just like the awkwardness and it, and it kind of really highlights that like real awkwardness of dating and like the real gritty uncomfortableness that relationships can go into. And not a lot of films in my point, in my opinion. Really like nail that the baby Joel bit <laughs> where he goes into that. I I loved the idea of like hiding in a memory that's yeah. not a ta- Like I was just like, oh, I would have. I would love to see. I probably will do it actually after this. Is watch an interview with Charlie Kaufman about this film. Like Charlie Kaufman is a very like interesting and I will say it weird guy. Yeah. Um and like some of the ideas he like kind of like like, there's moments where I'm like what if Inception what if Christopher Nolan and his brother watch this film (laughs) like because there's just some like the the way they sort of like think about the subconscious and, 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 and that
1: well, yeah, I guess that, that's, that's the thing with um, Christopher Nolan is his, his kind of big obsession is, is time mm. and the concepts of time, whereas Charlie Kaufman, for at least a, a few of his films, is, is really kind of obsessed with, with the mind. Um, if you look at something like Being John Malkovich, which is a very, I, th- I think, interesting companion piece to this film um, when you look at memory and mind and, and, and self
0: and even uh, the one he wrote about himself and his twin brother. Adaptation. Adaptation. Oh,
1: my favourite film of his by far. Yeah. Love that film so much.
0: And Nick Cage. But that's a different podcast. Yeah. That's the Nick, Cave, the the Nick, Cage, Nick the, Cage. The rise of Nick Cage. The Nick Cage hour. Uh, <laughs> the other thing, and this was like this was just like a couple of points. Um, and there were, actually there's more that I want to talk about <laughs> with things I love. But like the bit where he is going to beat that Bird With the hammer mm. And those little kids Who are like Egging him on I work with kids And I have taught Kids acting Those kids are so In that moment Yep That performance I was like That's real especially the redhead yeah that kid is like like i'm just like oh my god like how do you get this performance out of these children yeah yeah oh also
1: kind of a memory from jim's own childhood not an exact memory but it was to introduce something that um a a lot of kids kind of go through a, a situation like that um fun fact about those kids though did you did you read this one yeah. Um, one of those kids uh, is named uh, John R- uh, John Flitter, yeah. uh, and actually later uh, was Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Junior.
0: No. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. How that's cool is that? So good. Do you reckon he went to his audition like, oh no, I've I know Jim, I've met Jim Carrey, <laughs> like, I know Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah, that's how he got the job. Yeah, one
0: hundred percent. I teased him once. I teased him i teased him once and go ahead him, uh, smash a dead uh, pigeon <laughs> with a hammer. Oh, you got a job. Yep. Um, you know, also Ace Ventura. Have you seen Ace Ventura Jr.? I
1: have not, so oh, I don't man. want to. Oh,
0: guys, we're going to do a special. <laughs> if you want it, please comment. We are doing a bonus episode on that film. It is. Oh, it's bad. Uh, I had a couple of like, uh, what the fur? Yeah. Did Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah use this as an inspiration for tone and costume. Um. Because if you, especially if you look at Clementine and uh, Ramona, flowers, like the hair and all that sort of stuff. And then if you look at like, Joel, and especially like the way Joel dressed, especially with that puffy jacket with the yeah. fairy hood. And you look at Scar, like it, it's very similar and especially the way it's kind of shot and like the, like, the use of like snow and like that, like, the, the the environment to sort of tell the story and I read on uh, Reddit um, you know that, that reliable source um, somebody <laughs> that's was like, dangerous somebody was like oh I think it is and then somebody else was like I like
1: to think of this as the sequel to Scott Pilgrim this is what happens <laughs> yeah. to Ramona and Scott and I was like That's genius. That's a very good point. There might have been some sort of inspiration um, for the the graphic novel, but I think Mm -hmm. it's more just a a bit of a a device for us, the audience, to work out where we are in this timeline. Because it is like that is the only way that you can kind of judge where you are in this relationship is her hair colour. Yeah, Um, And I think it's the same with with Scott Pilgrim. You need to kind of work out. Where, where she is in, in that storyline from the colour of her hair.
0: Such a lovely idea. One of the things I did have, and I've already Googled it, so I already know the answer. I was like, I didn't dye her hair, surely. No, no, no. They are very good wigs. Mm. They are extreme. Like, I was sitting there like, what is going on with like, her hair? And then my wife was like, they've even put the regrowth in it, and they've even like washed it out a bit. I was like, that's... If I go to Hollywood... <laughs> That's my... That's my (laughs) person. 100%. Has a normal car. This is like one of the only films that we've done where he's had a normal... (laughs) Like a dented car. Yeah. But it's just a normal car. Yeah. Does the dent then make it a wacky car though?
1: I think there's an argument for that but I'm not going to be making it. I'm not going to make
0: it either. The other thing I had was what the fur is... (laughs) Okay. You're a
1: doctor. Yep. Who has a woman (laughs) who's fallen in love with you. You've had a
0: relationship you've then wiped her memory of your relationship you don't then give her a job where she sees you every day
1: i was like what are you like but didn't she have the job already what
0: are you doing you don't be like oh you nearly ruined my marriage and like i can't control myself around you you can stay on like (laughs) i was like if you're gonna wipe her memory wipe her memory of the job as well like just Get her, like, talk to one of your friends, get her a job. She's a very good receptionist. Yeah. And get her a job somewhere else. Because look what happened. <laughs> you know? Playing with fire. That was my... I actually yelled that at the TV. Uh, just so you know. I was like, what is this? Fire!
1: <laughs> That's really iffy then, to, to fire someone because you've wiped their memory.
0: Yeah, Like, but she's all,
1: not going to know, but...
0: But also, like,
1: you, like... Cheated on your wife And your wife
0: has taken you back And given you a second chance Maybe Maybe Subconsciously He wanted to ruin that relationship <laughs> Yeah the bit that like Really Turned my stomach Because it's happened to me Is when they have the fight While they're walking down the street In mm. that market And I was like I was like Oh man this is way too real This is way way too real <laughs> When she starts yelling at him He was like Can you just keep it down Like But even just like I would be interested to know how much like impro went on between the two of them. Um,
1: a lot, a yeah. lot. They they're, they're um, watching some of the behind behind the scenes footage. Oh. A lot of their um uh, uh kind of relationshipy stuff. We're, were done them just kind of improing with one another and recording it. Yeah. Um and uh again putting a lot of themselves into um these characters as well and into yeah. the the um. The relationship, because that's what they were after, is a relationship that felt very real and authentic. Um, so through a lot of kind of improv, I think um, the 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 scripted part of their relationship was kind of built out of that. You can you can
0: absolutely say it. Like, and I think that's actually the genius of this film, acting wise. Yeah. Is 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 that? Because I like walked away from the film. and go, I wonder, I wonder if those two are still friends Mm. because I feel like this is something that you would go through with somebody and there are times like you know you go like you do really hard plays or films and you and you like you love the people that you made it with but you don't remain friends with them just because it it was just a thing like it was just so hard to go through and so challenging and I just find it really interesting if we look at Jim Carrey knowing what we know now about him and what he's kind of been doing and, and stuff like I wonder where this fits in mm. to the sort of uh, um, break from self and the reinvention of self and the real breakdown cuz like this is like if you know if he's putting a lot of himself into it yeah. this is like raw this is like some raw stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think um, Jim was very, very much a, a broken man with with this one because yeah. um, I, I remember an anecdote that he was saying in um, the Men of the Moon, Moon documentary mm. that um, he's done is um, they had to postpone this um, for a year in order to get him or something, but was having a, a conversation with Michelle, M- Michelle Gondry, the director, just about kind of where he was at and how he, like, realising how broken he was and Michelle Gondry turned around and was like, hold on to that. We need that for my film yeah. in a year's time. Yeah. Um, which is crazy and, and not kind of, I guess, mental health-wise, the, yeah. the, the right way to go yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, not, not Not super safe, but...
0: Necessary, yeah, yeah, and that and that's that's one of the things, like you know, acting wise, that like a lot of people don't. I don't know if they don't know it, but I think you kind of forget it. Like you know, you watch these actors in these moments, and they're crying, and they're doing and all this stuff, and like that all comes from somewhere. And like you know, there's technique, absolutely, that you you know you can create. You can create the emotion for the character in the moment, but like the journey to get there as well. Like a lot of that stuff, you kind of go, when I was in that situation, how did I react? What did I do? What did I feel? And then you sort of change that to become, live in the character and be the character's thoughts and feelings and stuff. But a lot of that, like it can, like you, and there's a lot of triggers yeah. embedded, you know? And, and, and that's why that you know, there's a whole thing about like mental health within the arts, especially like with performers, because they're putting so much of themselves into what they do and making sure that there's like, you know, You've got a plan to sort of get yourself back to yourself And that sort of stuff Yeah So uh, I feel like this would have this would have been a heavy set Yeah Like a real heavy set And my final like what the fur <laughs> Is And this probably is going to lead me Right into the filmmaking thing But like This would have been an editing nightmare This like I actually was at one point um, The bit where everything starts crashing into each other And they're like There's the doctor's studio And then the sands there And all that and I was like Yeah how how would you edit this? This would be hell on earth <laughs> Like, yeah
1: Well, thankfully a lot of that stuff was done in camera
0: Really? Yeah I am Genuinely shocked.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that that kind of leads me into the the Mm. filmmaker opinion because that was my big thing with this film and one of the reasons that I love this film and I love the work of Michel Gondry is he's very much an in-camera effects guy and that is a big strength in this film, especially during um, a a, a lot of the the memory sequences when things are kind of going a bit awry and all over the place. That is all done in camera. There's very few visual effects that... um, computer visual effects that happen in this film. Um, So there'll be scenes like uh, when they're in their apartment Mm -hmm. and um, uh, Kate Winslet kind of turns the corner and then appears somewhere else in the apartment. That was all done in camera. Like that is with fake doors and walls that would kind of pop up and she'd go through to achieve that effect. That's wicked. Yeah, yeah. That is...
0: That. See, I love to hear that. That's so wicked.
1: Yeah, and things like um, so some of my my favourite uh, in camera effects they did on this film was the, the the TV where he's he's standing behind the TV but is on the TV at the same time. Yeah, um, it was an absolutely beautiful effect.
0: I loved the one. I know, you might know how they did it, where he kept running up the street. When he was like chasing her after they break up, and he parks his car and he runs up the street to catch her, and then he turns and runs up this back the street, and then the car's there. And every time he turns, like it's the same end of the street because she's gone.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: obviously, they couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, yeah there'd be a, a, a trick that they would have done like with a cut that cuts in there, but yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the hiding under the table, the force perspective yeah. when he was little kids, um, love that as well. That's uh, of. Not so commonly used now, but is, is a, famously what they used on the uh, the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. um, to to do that kind of forced perspective thing, where in camera but it makes uh, Jim Carrey look a lot smaller than he actually is. How do they do that? Just it, it's it's forced perspective, so he is kind of making a table that, from where right. the camera is sitting, yeah. um, looks like it's a normal table, but if you kind of move to the side it's a little bit longer. You see it a lot with uh, a lot of street artists will do it, so it'll be a flat surface but it looks 3D. The the kitchen sink effect where it, the, it looked like his mum was um bathing him, yeah. Bathing them. It was just a couple of giant arms next to the camera that they made up um That's to make cool. it look like they were they were a little bit smaller. Cuz
0: yeah, like having been to Hobbiton and like actually seeing it it's the weirdest thing, like, trick for the brain.
1: Yeah, and they used it a lot with um, uh, Tom Cruise in his early career as well to make him look a little bit taller than he actually is.
0: <laughs> he's 6'5", he's isn't he?
1: No. Oh, my no God. No. i I remember going on one of the um uh, one of the backlog tours over in los angeles um and they pointed out these kind of two doors that looked identical but one was smaller than the other forget the film they used it on Mm. it was like that's tom cruise's door to make him look a little bit taller
0: this is the second movie he's done where he's been rained on inside yeah a weird (laughs) a weird piece of trivia it's like yeah
1: but also, like, it's a film very much of guerrilla filmmaking, so a lot of it was just done on the fly and done, done very quickly. Again, all in camera as well. Like when the, the uh, after the bullying scene with those two kids walking back and you hear um, uh, Jim and Kate talking to one another, they actually did that in camera. So the kids are walking down and they're on microphones um, next to the camera so we, that, that wasn't done like after the fact. It wasn't a voiceover a- afterwards. It was very much in the moment, in the scene. Um, which is funny because they do that on their date where they,
0: yeah, that's so great.
1: Um, which kind of came out of that. The, the elephant scene as well was a, a great piece of uh, uh, guerrilla filmmaking because they were actually um, in Grand Central Station doing the, the scenes in there. Um, and heard that the circus was in town and doing this big kind of procession, so they just packed up their very small crew that they had and just kind of legged it to Times Square to to film a few uh, shots with these elephants. And that that those scenes were just completely made up on the spot.
0: I I'll be honest, like you can tell, yeah. And I like the whole time I was like, I wonder if like people were just like, is it Jim Carrey? Like, yeah, because well, just, he's just he's just. In the crowd There
1: was a paparazzi like right next to them Keeping on taking photos um, And also at, at one stage Michelle Gondry just like took Kate Winslet away To, to get the the um, uh, Jim not being able to find her Like literally like without Jim knowing Took her away So He's the, actually searching for her He's actually searching for her And he says Kate like, yeah. they had to, they had to um, cut the sand out of, of that particular spot because he's looking for her and he he's says, like, Kate.
0: He's probably, yeah, he's like, we're both two incredibly, uh, you know, <laughs> like, huge celebrities in this yeah. crowd of people now. And they're like, what if somebody's, like, recognised her? Yeah, oh, my God. But w- just,
1: yeah, such a brilliant way of... of- mm trying to make this film as kind of authentic and and realistic as they can, even though we're dealing with a film that's taking place for the majority in some dude's head.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a brilliant piece of visual storytelling
1: mm. a, th- a, st- a statement that i never thought would
0: come out of my <laughs> mouth uh, but yeah but, but
1: on top of that just an absolutely brilliant script mm. like um as much as I'm a fan of i i, I am of Miss michelle gondry um charlie kaufman was one of the the screenwriters that made me fall in love with the craft of screenwriting uh, particularly with something like adaptation which is absolutely brilliant but then um, following up with a film like this. Uh, it's just so incredibly smart and layered. This is this after adaptation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, yeah, it's, it's again, um, one of these kind of high-concept films um, dealing with kind of the, the, the loss of memory um, and, like, just having a film taking place in someone's head, trying to escape um, this process that's happening to him is such an interesting... Um, premise to begin with that that would have been enough but there's just this other layer of the medical staff doing it um so we can like at the same time as this this crazy kind of love story is unfolding inside his mind we can still kind of step back and question the ethics of what's going on with this through the these um, really interesting characters that are performing the procedure. Like that's a whole other level. You've got, uh, uh, of course, the things that that's happening to Kirsten Dunst's character, the, also, the, his his memory getting erased. But then, like the Elijah Wood character using the information that they've gotten from this process to try and make her fall in love with him is just oh yeah. bonkers. Loved it so much. Elijah
0: Wood. Gives
1: such an interesting performance in this Because
0: you go I know that guy I've met that guy Like And Like I just love the fact that he like Really plays that innocence Of just like He doesn't see what the problem is Like he's like Oh This guy's done all this work for me And I'm like But also My thoughts were two things (laughs) One She got him erased Yeah (laughs) Like What are you doing and, and two wh- What are you doing? Like, <laughs> I just was like This is never gonna work But he doesn't I just love the fact That he doesn't see that Yeah And he's like And he's just like That real And I, the, my favourite bit Of his Is when he first tells Mark Ruffalo's character About it Yeah And is just like He's like Ooh, Oh my girlfriend Did I mention that I had a girlfriend? Yeah I've got a girlfriend now And I'm like Oh okay I know this character and I think he does it so I think he's a perfect choice Yeah I, the question I have for you mm. Do you think that Mark Ruffalo's character Really didn't know About their relationship?
1: He, he seemed very genuine Yeah
0: it's When he's like I saw you guys together But I didn't know Because like, yeah, the, the only reason I ask that Is that, that moment where he goes Oh I have to I might just step outside for a bit Oh yeah And I'm just like Why would you do that? Because like, if you do love this person Like he says he does and you can see how much she's into the doctor. You're like, cool. I'm gonna hang around and stop anything happening. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that I kind of. I I also think they like with Charlie Coffin. I'm like, man, you've had your heart broken. Yeah, something fierce to write that. You like, you've been through some stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, just just the 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 way that it ended as well I think because it's a, a somewhat hopeful ending mm-hmm. but um, I, I was reading that it, it it wasn't always going to end that way oh it was uh, going to end with like this process going on and on and on which is kind of what's hinted at at the end with of this the film
0: walking up the beach yeah yeah
1: um, but it was uh, going to end with uh, um, an elderly Clementine coming to get Joel erased again um, but it's like the 15th time that it's happened I,
0: I'll take the ending that they've got I, yeah
1: I, it's yeah. A, a little bit more upbeat which I think um, yeah. is is a much better way to end it but yeah yeah, just interesting piece of storytelling that it's just going to be a process yeah. that goes repeats and repeats and repeats yeah tragic
0: and, but it, it, it would you know what I mean like if this was real it's exactly what would happen yeah because Exactly what happens in this film would happen because people you you forget and acting wise where do you begin? Um Jim in this film, his performance is so delicate mm. and so vulnerable. It's yeah, like you really are like I I am I am seeing enough side of you that you keep for like your closest friends, you yeah. almost feel like you're like this is this is raw, and to know that they were improing and putting a lot of themselves into it, um, as well, is is very interesting, and and how broken he was as well. Like I wonder if he looks back at this film and kind of was like, oh, I think I went too far with that. The thing that I do love about this film specifically with him is he is playing his secret in this film and you never find out what it is but he's playing a secret in this film from the word go mm. and it is so infectious to watch he's just like I just there's something there's something going on inside of him Yeah. while and it was and it was probably him going this is too real this is too close I don't know what to do like um and and I think that's what's the beauty, because like you look at you look at this film and you look at the film that he makes immediately before this, what's like hey, like it's like a year or, or mm. however long it was before, is Bruce Almighty. Yeah. And then he makes this. He goes from like, you know, set up punchline, set up, punchline, oh learned a little bit about myself, learn a bit about the world. Good guy To this Which is like The rawest of the raw You know And there's that There's a bit in the car Where like they break up And he's like driving And crying And like mm-hmm. hitting the steering wheel. And I'm like That's real Yeah Like that's real Like I don't know What he is tapping into In that moment And that's real Like And I think that takes A lot of guts That takes so much guts as Yeah an actor, And it takes so much guts As an actor to be like This is me Like this is This is you know, like I was always taught And I've always taught That it's like We don't want pretty actors No We've got heaps of pretty actors We want ugly actors Show us the ugly side of you Obviously safely And every single actor in this film Like you get to see the ugly side Like they're not trying to be pretty They're not trying to be Hollywood stars I think they're literally trying to tell this story Yeah The best way that they can And it's so just Oh To fist.
1: Yeah every character in this film is like you wouldn't say they're a good person. No. Like Joel- they're not bad people, yeah. but they they all have flaws and that's yeah, that's a, that's a, a a complex um authentic character right there.
0: And it's and it's the fact that like they're together and they love each other but they've gotten to this point and like like even when she's like oh, I want to have a baby and he's like I don't think you're ready. I don't think you're ready for that. Like you can barely look after yourself. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, but He's kind of got a point Like you know Like yeah It's interesting In that way That I'm just like A lot a lot of films Would put that in like, Yeah You know Like he'd be like oh, I don't want to talk about it blah, blah, blah. Yeah Um, I was amazed At how much he can turn off The comedy When he wants to Like it's, it's just Even like He's got this weird Relationship with beds Yeah Where he's like Flopping around like a fish And he does it But he, when he does it In this film It's not funny Yeah It's just like, like A real tortured soul Yeah um the repeating and the segmentation of this script would have been such a challenge as an actor to sort of because obviously it's not shot sequentially nah. to keep your head around where you are what's happening and in some ways it probably would have helped them because they would have been quite like especially with like the, some of the memory stuff like where are we what what is happening here like what's what's going on but sort of keep track of like your character's emotional journey and all that sort of stuff like the homework has been done, and, yeah. and, and 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 I and I think you know they all need to take credit for that, and I wish more actors did that. Yeah, <laughs> um, Elijah Wood, he's just such a straight creeper,
1: which is very different for him, especially at this point. Of yeah, because he's like he's
0: Frodo. Yeah, you know what I mean, like everybody's like, "Oh, Frodo, he's so lovely," and then you look at this and you're like, "I was like, <laughs> I can absolutely see why he took this. Yeah, this would have smashed this smashes Frodo. And you're like, <laughs> oh my god." I could just keep gushing about how great the actors are, how much work they've done, how much, you know, you can, you, you they're like, the one thing that I love is that they're, they're playing the scene and they're trying to solve the problem. Yeah. And it's something like, so it was when, like I say solving the problem, it's like in every scene, there's a problem. It's called the point of dramatic tension. Like within every play, every scene, you know, every break, there's like a problem. There's something you're trying to work out. And the actors are, actively going out yeah going off like even even just the little bit when mark ruffalo scares kirsten as she comes around the corner yeah and i'm like like his objective is to impress her to connect with her and so he's trying to solve the problem how does he do that and i i would dare say that mark ruffalo the actor was just like i'm just gonna i'll just jump out of her and just like scare her a little bit i would say that kirsten just didn't know that and and then they and then they like sort of play that moment and then... But then, like...
1: Well, interesting about that scene yeah. is, like, every take he would jump out from a different spot. Great. So, like, she would yeah. actually be scared. Because she's... Because he's trying to solve the problem of, like yeah.
0: how does he get that real reaction? And then the greatest part about that is the fact that Joel is there. Because mm. they're flirting. They're engaging. And then Joel is trying to find out why his girlfriend has erased him from her memory. Yeah, And it's just this beautiful... And then the doctor, like... This doctor's like, this is kind of what I've done. I don't think I've done anything wrong because she's a consenting adult who mm. asked me, I have a tape where she asks me to do it. Like, and that's so, oh my God, I wish more actors would do I wish Hollywood would let people make films like this. Yeah. That weren't, they didn't necessarily have to be independent. But I think if you don't do it independently, you don't get that gorilla feel to it. You know what I mean? Like you get all the lovely Hollywood sets and that's not fun. Well, yeah, fun, but... there, there,
1: there's, there's a place for those films, yeah. and this is this is not one of those films.
0: I have my final thoughts. Ooh, yeah, my final thoughts. I've got two of them. Number one is
1: well, it's final thoughts, not final thought. Yeah. So you need two of them. Okay, oh, all right, professor. <laughs> um,
0: one of them is this film is not as sad as I remember it to be. Mm. I when I have thought of this, I was like, that's ah, a real, ooh, it's heavy. Like it's a real sad film. No. It kind of wasn't. I was kind of like... Yeah, like kind of left kind of going, okay, possibly because when I first saw it, I was 18. And now when I'm seeing it, or 19, and now when I'm seeing it, I'm like, I'm a 34-year-old married man. (laughs) Very different headspace. But yeah, I think I was like, yeah, okay, I know this film. I know this world. My other one, and I don't know, like you may agree, you might think... I I think... Yeah. That this film is a true love story. Yep. I was like, out of every love story I've seen, I think this film gets it right. Because, in my opinion and in my experience, love relationships, they are not clean. They are messy. They are about compromise. They are about evolving. They are about working through the shit. And my mother, my dear mother, told me once a relationship is. It's seeing the worst side of a person and still loving them. Yeah. And that is what this film is. Like, the one of the best parts of this film is when he is playing the tape that he recorded at the end of the film and talking about all of the shit things that he does not like about her. Yeah. And I go, this. And he's like, I I don't think that. I would yeah. never think that. About-. And, that's, and that's what it is. It's yeah. like, I know these things about you. I know your flaws and that but I love you anyway and I, and I choose to accept them. And, and, and that for me, I was like, you, you can't, you can't capture that unless like you really do the work and they have. And yeah, that's my thoughts on this <laughs> film. It's a real, it is a true love story. Whether you're okay with that and if you're not. And I think for me, that's the question that this poses. Yeah. It's like,
1: I just like applaud films like this and applaud artists that make films like this. Couldn't agree more? Hmm.
0: There you go, guys. There you go. Um, if you felt differently, if you felt the same, please, please, like, you know, follow us, write us a comment, like us, whatever it is that you do on the platform where you get these from, or like jump onto our Facebook, which is at dandel, oh, excuse me, at dandel dot fun, or on Twitter at dandel underscore fun, and um, leave us, leave us a comment, leave us because. These are our opinions. We've probably you like, guys, don't you know that like Jim's jacket signified this? And we'll be like, no, we didn't know that. That's great. And we'll do corrections if we need to. But please, Chuck, we'd love to hear from you guys. We really, really would. We enjoy doing this for you and we would love to hear what you guys think of it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, if you've been kind of not watching along, I implore you to go watch this film. Out of all of Jim Carrey's films, I think this is the one to go back and revisit.
0: Yeah. 100% But hopefully
1: you're all Watching the films As we go yeah, that's just be... such a Such a lovely Interesting process
0: Yeah I would, I would say this And The Truman Show Yeah They're my two Like w- you ha- And when people When I talk to people About this That's the thing That I tell them I'm just like And now yeah. it's like turn us Sunshine Go and see it And Let if it. you haven't Like Tell us what you thought Of this conversation <laughs> <laughs> It would have been You would have been like oh, I don't want to watch that film Oh that's nope. heavy Thanks, guys. What are we doing next? Sorry. Uh, up
1: next, we have Lemonini Snickets, A Series of Unfortunate Events.
0: Yes! I really liked this film. So did I. am worried. Because Billy Collins said it and I'm yeah. s- I got
1: a soft spot for Billy Collins. Uh,
0: but I... Another massive change of gear. Yep. So, yeah. Cool, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.